God, you are so good. And I praise you tonight for the opportunity to stand and to preach and to proclaim the word of the Lord. If there ever was a time that we need to turn to the word of God and let it get down into our heart and down into our soul, this is the time to do so. And those of you who are with us from wherever, again, if you just leave a little comment, if you don't leave a comment, I won't know that you were with us. I like to check after the service to see just who might have been with us. So if you leave a comment, hopefully a nice one, we will uh, know that you were with us in service. And we thank you right now for being with us tonight. I have a very special message for some very special people. So if you have your Bibles, I'm going to the book of Hebrews, chapter 13. Praise God. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5. Go into the word of God. Let it be food for your soul. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. And then I'd like to look at one more short passage, one sentence long in Psalm 133 and verse 1. And it simply says, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And tonight, just for a few moments, I want to preach, if people can help me, I'd like to preach on this subject, never alone. Never alone. Would you just stop what you're doing right now, and would you lift your voice to the Lord, wherever you may be worshiping from. Lord Jesus, we give you praise and glory and honor. We're thankful for your goodness and for your mercy. Ask you, Lord, that your will would be done, that your word would bring solace and help and strength and encouragement. God, we give you praise, Lord, in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. All right, I'm not going to preach long, but I think I've got something for you. So wherever you are, find a place where you can listen without distraction. They'd been running every day. But this was something else. They'd been sweating from the time they rolled out of the rack before daybreak. But now moisture drained from every pore in their bodies. It was the physical training stage of the United States Army Ranger School. They ran in, field, in full field uniform. The message the morning, that morning had been, and I quote, you go out, stick together. You stick together, you work as a unit, and you come in together. And then the officer said, if you don't come in together, don't bother to come in. Let me quote from a man who was part of that particular training day. And I quote him. He said, somewhere along the way, through a fog of pain, thirst, and fatigue, 
my brain registered something strange about our formation. Two rows ahead of me, I noticed one of the guys out of sync, a big, raw-boned, red-headed guy named Sanderson. His legs were pumping, but he was out of step with the rest of us. Then his head began to loll from side to side. This guy was struggling, close to losing it. Without missing a step, the ranger on the left reached over, removed Sanderson's helmet, tucked it under his own arm, and continued to run. All systems go. Our boots thudded along the dirt trail in heavy unison, tromp, tromp, tromp. Sanderson was hurting, really hurting. He was buckling, going down. But no, two soldiers behind him lifted the pack off his back, each taking a shoulder strap in his free hand. Sanderson gathered his remaining strength, squared his shoulders, and the platoon continued to run all the way to the finish line. They left together, they returned together, and all of them were stronger for it. You see, together is better. There are two elements that everybody that's listening to me tonight can be thankful for. First and foremost, our Lord Jesus. The Word of God says God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, Will not we fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah. Praise God. I'm thankful that we have God as our refuge. He shelters us in trouble. He shelters us in danger. He shelters us in times of distress. God is our strength. He is the one who gives us the ability to stand and not be broken by life's problems. See, everybody's going to have problems, but one thing that we can be thankful for is that we have the Lord Jesus. He is a very present help in trouble, always present, always available. You know he will never leave you. The psalmist said, therefore, will not we fear I've often said there's two battles going on in America, more than that, but at least two. One is the pandemic, and two is the spirit of fear. I refuse to allow the spirit of fear to control my actions. I will try to be prudent. I will try to be commonsensical. I will try to do the things that I think I should. But at the end of the day, I refuse to live in fear. He is a very present help in trouble. And therefore, will not we fear? The psalmist also said in Psalm 60, he said, Through God, we shall do valiantly, for he it is that shall tread down our enemies. Do you believe that? Yes, sir. Through God, we shall face our battles with courage and determination, for he shall tread down our enemies. Praise God. I see God as our great protector, as a formidable enemy to our enemies. Thank God. The psalmist said, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills 
from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. How come the Bible says the Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand? Because most guys are right-handed and they carry their sword in their right hand and they carried their shield in the left. So the shield was a shade to their left eye, but the right eye didn't have a shield. So the word of God says, the Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth, even forevermore. So we can be thankful for the Lord, never alone. The second element to be thankful for is the band of brothers and sisters that God has placed in your life. I know there are some who are uh, feeling more alone than ever before because of the uh, restrictions and the social distancing and the quarantine that's been going on almost a year now. I have to say, though, that the state of Maine has been very, very blessed. We have been very blessed. But we know that there have been a lot of folks that have felt more alone in the last 11 months than they've ever felt in their lives. But I want you to know that over this period of time, you may be feeling alone and due to social distancing and so forth and staying closer to home. But I think you should know that there is someone praying for you. I think you should know that when you're feeling alone, you really aren't because God lays you upon somebody's heart and somebody could be clear across the country or even across the world and they bow their knee and they begin to call your name before the Lord. I want you to know that someone is praying for you. There are many people listening right now that I've personally called your name in the last few days. Many of you that are sitting here tonight, I have called your name in prayer. And there's a brother or a sister that's calling your name right now. I'm glad that we are the sheep of his pasture. I'm glad that we're not in this thing alone. I'm glad that we have a God who said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And I'm also thankful that we are the sheep of his pasture. We have a good shepherd. Would you agree? I think maybe we ought to stop what we're doing right now and just quote together the shepherd's psalm. Would you join me? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
Praise God. Somebody say praise God. I think that the Lord has been teaching his people some invaluable lessons. There may be some who in the past have prided themselves on being a loner. There's someone that maybe has prided themselves on being self-sufficient and said, you know, I, I just take it all by myself and I'm a loner. But now God has taught you the value of being a part of the flock. I believe that's a lesson that we've all had uh, come home to us this year. You're going to make it through this battle. You're going to make it through the situation. But you are not a lone wolf. If you're alone, you are a, an alone lamb. And lambs alone do not fight well. So don't pride yourself on being a loner because the Bible doesn't call you a wolf. It calls you a sheep, a sheep of his pasture. And sheep do best when they're in the flock and when the shepherd is standing there. And matter of fact, when I go to the flock, I want to get as close to that shepherd as I can get. I just feel protected when I see that massive oak shepherd's rod that's in his hand. I just feel like saying, devil, you can't do anything to me. <laughs> I'm staying next to the shepherd. You see that big shepherd's staff? He'll bonk you on the head. He'll turn you every way but loose. And I'm safe because he is my shepherd. Hallelujah. We are understanding how important God is. Don't you think these times are teaching us how important it is to have a relationship with God? How understand, we're understanding how important the family of God is. When I think about that, of course, I think of Ecclesiastes where the writer said two are better than one. They have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. If one prevail against him, two shall withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. I think it's time for every person who's ever walked with God, every person who's ever been a part of the family of God, to reattach to the family of God. I think as soon as the announcement comes, we're having service on Sunday. I think everybody ought to say, all right, I'm going to put everything else on the back schedule. I will be in the house of God because I am a sheep of his pastor. And I've learned an invaluable lesson that I do best when I'm in the middle of the flock. Amen. Close to the shepherd. Praise God. We are a band of Christian soldiers. And even in the heat of battle, even when you feel alone, and there are times when you're going to feel that way. Jesus said that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. How important does that make your brother? Jesus said, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. How important does that make your brother? God promised in Leviticus 26, you shall chase your enemies, and they shall, be, they shall fall before you by the sword. And five of you 
shall chase a hundred, and a hundred of you shall put ten thousand to flight. How important does that make your brother? And your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. Ephesians, Paul the apostle wrote, he hath quickened us together with Christ. He said, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He said, we are a building fitly framed together and built together for a habitation of God. He said, we are with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel and in nothing terrified by your adversaries. In Colossians, the apostle said, we are knit together in love. And in short time, 1 Thessalonians says, we shall be caught up together. So, you know, this means that I have a wonderful Savior who has promised, I will never leave you. I'm never going to be alone. You're never going to be alone. And I have my brothers and sisters in Christ. I'm thankful for the hand of God, and I'm thankful for the hands of my friends. A God that understands. A farmer had some puppies for sale. He made a sign advertising the pups and nailed it to a post on the edge of his yard. As he was nailing the sign to the post, he felt a tug on his overalls. He looked down to see a little boy with a big grin and something in his hand. Mister, he said, I want to buy one of your puppies. Well, said the farmer, these puppies come from fine parents and they cost a good deal. The boy dropped his head for a moment, then looked up at the farmer and said, I've got 39 cents. Is that enough to take a look? Sure, said the farmer. And with that, he whistled and called out, Dolly, here, Dolly. Out from the doghouse, down the ramp, ran Dolly, followed by four little balls of fur. The little boy's eyes danced with delight. Then out of the doghouse peeked another little ball, this one noticeably smaller. Down the ramp it slid and began hobbling in an unrewarded attempt to catch up with the other puppies. This pup, you see, was clearly the runt of the litter. The little boy pressed his face to the fence and cried out, I want that one pointing to the runt. The farmer knelt down and said, Son, you don't want that puppy. He will never be able to run and play with you the way you would like. With that, the boy reached down. Listen now. He reached down and pulled up one leg of his trousers. In doing so, he revealed a steel brace running down the sides of his leg, attaching to a specially made shoe. Looking up at the farmer, he said, You see, sir, I don't run too well myself. And he will need someone who understands. That boy went home with his puppy. May I tell you that there's someone who understands you even when you don't understand yourself. I, I, I've been in situations sometimes where I didn't understand myself. I don't know if you've ever been there. But I've been in situations where I was down on myself. I was pretty much 
just walk along kicking the dirt clods and saying, you dummy, why'd you do that? Why'd you say that? And I was down on myself. And there's been times when I've prayed and said, God, I, I want to thank you that you love me in spite of myself. That you love me, Lord, even, even when I, I made a mistake or, or even when I didn't understand myself and, and I was frustrated or fearful or whatever. But I'm here to tell you that there's someone who said, you'll never be alone. And I'll always understand you. I'm thankful to have a God like that. Would you lift your voices and your hands with me and let's praise the Lord together. Come on, take a moment, get your mind on Jesus just for a moment and let's give God the praise. This may give you strength tomorrow when you need it the most. This may give you strength tonight. It may give you strength in a couple days that there's a God who understands all about us and he loves us and he cares for us and he said, I will never allow you to be alone. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Let's give our praise to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for being that kind of a God. Thank you for being that kind of a Savior. Oh, hallelujah. Hear me tonight as I close. You may feel like the runt of the litter, always hobbling, trying to catch up with others who seem to do so well. But I want you to know the Bible said there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. You can put your trust in that. Goodbye, fear. Yes, Goodbye, anxiety. Goodbye, worry. I don't know what all the future holds, but I know who holds the future. I know that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Does anybody else believe that? Amen. Let's just sing this little chorus. No, never.
promised that he'll never leave you alone. And I just felt like today, tonight, was God was putting this in my heart. And I hope that you will find solace and comfort, encouragement to know that God's going to bring you through. He's going to bring you through victorious. He's going to take care of you. He's got power that no one else has. And you can be thankful that you have a friend that sticks closer than a brother.